0: Thanks for tuning in to Getting Down to Business. I'm Jill Brown, academic and career advisor with the Muma College of
1: Business. And I'm Ashley Curtis, Assistant Program Director for the Bishop Center for Ethical Leadership. You know, Jill, I am so excited for this year. It was just about a year ago we had the Chancellor here on our set, um, and again we had so much fun. So we asked her to come back. So welcome, Chancellor. For those who are tuning in for the first time, or you know, you're maybe in for you a treat. You're don't in for know a treat. who you are. Uh, you want to share a
2: little bit about yourself? Uh, sure. My name is Christian Hardigree. I am the regional chancellor for the USF St. Petersburg campus. Uh, I am uh, a mother of three. Uh, I am. My husband is my better two-thirds, and I have the incredible fortune of serving the people of the St. Pete community, uh, our students, our staff, our faculty, and what an incredible community this is as well. So that's a nutshell. Love it. I can't believe it's been a year. But,
0: okay, I'll try (laughs) to get past it. I'm still waking up from the uh, Thanksgiving coma of Turkey. But we've been asking our guests this season a would-you-rather question. So, would you rather live forever or be remembered forever?
2: Oh, be remembered forever. Uh, And I I say that because the warranties are increasingly (laughs) running out on the parts of my body. My husband keeps pointing out that he did not get the extended warranty and none of this was disclosed at the Mm. marriage. So um, yeah, Mm. I want to be remembered forever.
1: All right. Love that. Thanks for playing. Now let's get down to business. So first question for you, like we said, a year's gone by. What are you most thankful for
2: this past year? Uh, So I'm going to put aside the personal because I, you know, I I think um, I have an incredible family and I'm so thankful for them. Uh, But uh, from the professional side, I I think what I'm most thankful for really are the people. Um, And I I, I mean that so genuinely. I've I've, you know, this is my fourth institution um, and. Sometimes there's a demarcation between the community and the university or college that's within that community. Mm-hmm. And, um, and sometimes that that works really well and sometimes it doesn't. This place, it works incredibly well. Um, and so when I think about the people, whether it's our students, the staff, and our staff wear so many different hats and what they do every day. Uh, the faculty who really try to make sure that what they're doing in the classroom is relevant, is preparing our students for their next steps. Um, And then this community that literally, I think if you, if you cut them, they'd bleed green and gold. I (laughs) mean, these people, and it it helps that so many of them graduated from USF, uh, but even the folks who didn't, I, you know, I heard one of our community members yesterday who said, you know, I'm from the University of Maryland, but I have chosen USF St. Pete as my, that's, that's the ship I'm, I'm helping sail. Uh, And I love that. So people, final answer. All right. It's true, though. It's true. And
0: it makes coming in every day. Amazing. All right. Uh, I think we had noted that it was, you were on day 123 last time when we interviewed and along the same lines, you know, do you have some favorite moments or events that have stood out this past year? Yeah. You know, um,
2: first of all, I love uh, celebration. Uh, We do that twice a year and an opportunity to celebrate uh, our students who are graduating with with a a family member or a friend of their choice. Uh, And we do a a, a sailing cruise with those uh, individuals and some of our faculty and staff. And so I I love that. I love commencement. And that's really an odd thing for me to say. I didn't go to any of my own graduations. (laughs) And so and I've really been trying to reflect on that as I sit on the platform and think to myself, I can't be on my phone, um, you know. I think what you know, why didn't I go to my own graduations, you know? And I think. I, I had a lot of sort of imposter syndrome. And so I felt like being there, like maybe they're gonna be like, oh no, sorry, sweetie, you don't, <laughs> you don't get that. Nope. Um, no, no diploma. So I was like, if I don't show up, they can't take it away. Uh, but I love watching people go across the stage. I love watching the celebration, the hearing the cowbells and horns and all of that. Yeah. Um, and so that's, a, that's a, 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 for me, a fan favorite, despite the fact I didn't go to my own. Um, and then, you know, I think about the different events. We had our first um, Bulls and Brews by the Bay. Right, Ooh, our that's October right. fest, and yeah. we were able to increase our general scholarship uh, uh, availability tenfold through one event in our first year. And I saw I, that know, a lot of money raised. Love that, that. Fantastic. Love that. Yeah. Uh, and then we we had our second uh, annual Halloween fest. It, yeah. it first year was a trunk oh. or treat. This year, uh, Karen Neesmith just went to town, yeah. and not only did we have trunks, we had touch a truck. So fire trucks, police trucks, ATVs, things like that. Um, We had the mounted police who had an incredible standoff with our metal bull sculpture out in the grass on Harbor Walk. And I'm talking like they were like. You look the right size, but what are you? Uh, and there was a lot of prancing. I've got a great video of it. Um, and then I all the kids, that. we had almost 700 community members. They're, the children, the, the families come in and, and all dressed up. The library did this incredible, not so haunted haunted house. <laughs> um, you know, the all the different entities had different tents and things going on and demonstrations. Oh, my God, it was phenomenal. So those would be some of my favorites. I love
1: that. Um, you know our podcast really emphasizes leadership, and one of the questions we have for you is, what ways have you seen leadership demonstrated around campus or in the community?
2: You know, um, I I I love, um, and I, I think you guys have highlighted this in the podcast in the past. You know, leadership's not about a title right? It's about how you approach changing people's lives and providing platforms that help them succeed and excel, uh, that build people up. And so you, you, you see leadership, it, examples and and demonstrated literally daily. And I mean, everything from, um, you know, uh, Dean Keogh, Christina Keogh for the library, who's taken on a new leadership role with the College of the Arts as the assistant dean uh, for the campus uh, for them, you know, to um, Abdul, who is our student governor, you know, Abdul really has kind of transformed his approach to leading the student groups and has created more opportunities for us to engage with the students, uh, which, of course, Course I love. Um, and our facilities folks. I mean, they literally, it's not when 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 somebody's new to campus and they ask how to get somewhere or whatnot, people don't just point to a building. They say, get my cart, or you know, here, <laughs> I'll walk you there. You know, and to me, those are those are examples of people leading, you know, and it's a servant leadership. It really is serving each other. And I think that's part of what makes um makes it a really special place. This
0: is a follow-up on that in a sense, but would you like to share any secrets that you have, in a sense, to help your leadership team stay motivated and on a mission, in a sense?
2: Yeah, you know, um, when I first got here, I talked about sort of the mantra that uh, a new car company had had about beat Benz. Everything they wanted to do every day was to beat Mercedes Benz, whether it's quality of product, their customer service, their marketing. Everybody at that place knew what their job was every day was to beat Benz. The car company was Lexus, and that's how Lexus really got started. And so um, coming in, talking with my team about what is our beat Benz? Right. Yeah. How do we want to lead? What do we want to be front and center every day in the decisions that we make? Um, and it really was serving each other, uh, serving our people. And so having mm-hmm. that hospitality sense of what yeah. we do, um, I, I think it's. It's just so really- foreign to you. Now,
0: <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. I don't know where Maybe that came we from. need to
2: share. A small detail of your past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I uh, I grew up in the hospitality industry. <laughs> it provided a lot case, of opportunities. In case you didn't know. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Back to it. Um, <laughs> And, and, you know, I, I, uh, I bring in different things. We talk about adaptive leadership. We talk about, um, uh, I love Simon Sinek and some of the things he does, you know, and uh, he does a segment about, you know, finite versus infinite game play, right? And how, when you think about a finite game, um, you know, baseball is the example he uses, right? There's a beginning, a middle, and an end. And, you know, you know what the rules are. And, you know, at the end of the ninth inning, somebody is going to be declared a winner versus infinite players. You know, marriage is an infinite game. The goal is to stay in the game as long as possible. And so um, sometimes that doesn't happen. Sometimes you have a finite player and an infinite player. Yeah. But, you know, how do you have these things aligned and how do you have good, safe conversations about those things? Um, And so, you know, we'll do we'll do snippets. There's a there's a a motivational speaker, Kevin Brown. He had come when I was in in Denver. Uh, He had spoken to our um, Visit Denver group and he does a great segment um, called Apple Pancakes. And it's about experience that he has while he's at Disney uh, with his son, who I believe had autism. Um, and just the experience they had from the chef that was there and what she did. And and in addition to having sort of that entertainment value, it has some really good lessons to it. And so we very purposely uh, curate opportunities to really examine leadership, examine uh, other people and the examples that they've set. Uh, We also have an executive coach that that's for our team. And so that's for individual work and group work. Uh, And then we also work with our Tampa folks um, in terms of that. So it It can't be something that's accidental, something you have to really think about. You have to um, sometimes reframe your approach. Sometimes we get in the messy habits of this is the way we've done it and, you know, rethink the why. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that that's really important. And I think it helps keep the whole team sort of focused on what's important. And at the end of the day, um, students come here not because we have a great meal plan, or a great dorm; those are those are good too. But they come here for the academics, for the platforms that we provide that allow for social mobility, for exploration and discovery. And so, as long as we keep our eye on the things that are important, which again goes back to people, hospitality, <laughs> um, then I think I think we're gonna be in good stead.
1: Yeah. Feeding off of that question, what would you say to a student who's looking to develop their leadership style? How do they go about doing that? What opportunities are available for them here?
2: I think it's it's incredibly important to have a mentor, and um, and sometimes mm. you'll say that, and like right after you've talked about it, somebody's over. I'd like for you to be my mentor. <laughs> yeah, and it, is your phone ringing? It, yeah, exactly, like exactly. Yeah. Um, you know, but but mentorship, I think is a is a three sixty. I think so often people think of, oh, I'm the mentor, but but when are you the mentee? Right. And I think that goes for anybody at any level, um, finding people who set the kind of examples and having one is not enough, right. You know, having several and, um, people who might be your, your mentor for perspective versus business acumen versus a specific skill Um, and then paying it forward. I always talk about, and again, I'm sorry, it goes back to hospitality. Um, if you're one of those people who've had a bad experience in a restaurant and you want to complain or let somebody know about that, I think that carries with it the burden to compliment, right? So when Mm -hmm. somebody has really exceeded your expectations, you know, if you're going to be one of the people who are unhappy and you're going to let people know about that, then you got to carry the other side of it. I think mentorship's the same thing. If you're somebody who's seeking to be uh, or seeking a mentor, um, then you've also got to be able to be a mentee, right? And so you've mm-hmm. got to have both sides of that that come together. And so for for our students in particular, it's what is it you want to do? And look, it's like parking at Ray J, right? You get a giant stadium and there's so many different parking spots. You know, and if it's, it's Tuesday and there's no game and nobody told you what section and row to park in, it can be overwhelming because, well, this is closer to the stadium, but this other area is paved, but this is under a light and I won't get a door ding, right? Mm-hmm. And it just It becomes decision paralysis. And so I think it's really a matter of um, breaking things into segments. And for students, a semester is an easy segment. Mm. This semester, I want to focus on X. And, you know, just because I have a mentor for this doesn't mean this is a mentor for life. And it has to be a genuine relationship. It can't just be, give me all your knowledge. I want to suck it all out of you and then move on to my next thing. Right. (laughs) Um, And so, you know, finding ways that you're aligned, ways mm-hmm. that, that, that um, you can connect with each other. Uh, as opposed to cold calling people for mentorship. Yeah, um,
1: yeah. I appreciate you saying that because we have so many mentorship programs here at USF. Um, and really, when I talk to students about mentorship, I say it can happen in a structured setting or it can happen organically. And sometimes it happens in a structured setting where it evolves organically, and it's a great, you know, mentorship mentor-mentee relationship. Sometimes. You, you don't have that right and so it's important to just continue to seek those opportunities build those relationships
2: yes that was that. much more succinct no 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 Not but you're absolutely right it, it can be it can be very structured and very formalized or it can be something that grows organically and honestly I think some of the Probably the longer-lasting ones, or some of those organic yes. ones that grow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, everybody, I wish I'd learned this when I was younger. Everybody needs a champion. You need somebody who's going to champion you, oh, so right, true. behind it's closed so doors, true. and yes. um, and so finding somebody that you connect with, and they they're so invested that they want your success that's a game changer. And so it you know, I think recognizing that's really important.
0: And I guess who wants to connect with you? We do. Your career counselors, your academic advisors, come see us. No, really. We want to be a connection and I I love the breakdown and making it simple in the sense of each semester thinking about a goal and not just your classes and getting through those classes because sometimes we see that push. Uh, Taking the time to enjoy, explore, study abroad, do an internship, do another internship. But each semester, what's that goal? And I I know I kind of fall in as an advisor. Sometimes I'm just focused on those classes, too. And I'm always trying to push other things, but maybe looking at it now for me even to say first semester, you can't do it all. You can't, it's too much, it's very overwhelming, but let's sit down, connect with us, and each semester
2: review those goals and see where you're at along the way, right? Absolutely, and you um, and, and just to give you an example, I'm not gonna out the student and who it is, he knows who he is. <laughs> um, but, you know, I, I work a lot with our student ambassadors, with our student leaders. They do the tours and things like that. And and there's one particular student who makes a point of giving me a shout-out. He could be across the, the quad. <laughs> and he's like, hey! You know, and I just, I love when he does that. So and, and we send each other videos. So he texts me videos of things he sees in the bay because I'm always out there taking videos of manatees and baby. He sent me some some bonnethead shark pups the other Ooh, day. Oh, yes. Um, wow. And and so the other day I get a text and it's he's at Crumble Cookie and we don't know anything about <laughs> Crumble Cookie. No, no, nothing no. at all. Nobody. I can put on weight thinking about it. <laughs> um, but it has Chancellor degree on the side. And so I was like, I don't. I didn't understand. And he goes, well, I was here. I figured I'd just tell him my name is Chancellor Herdegry. And so um, so he's just getting his own cookies and using my name. So now when I go to restaurants and I have to put my name in, I put in his name. Well, and can. so I'm waiting to get the receipt that has his name on it as the the place it was reserved for. So this is, it, 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 there's a gamesmanship. We talk about gamifying classes, right? We talk about gamifying learning. You can gamify mentorship. Yeah, You know, because what this kid has turned me into is a champion for him. Mm -hmm. Right. And so when he needs something, I'm going to be there to say yes. Yeah. Because it's not about, oh, I want to put somebody on my resume. It's not about can you look this over or make a call? It's about a genuine connection. He's building a relationship. And that's the other side of the mentor mentee.
0: It's not just like you said, sucking knowledge or what have you, but the student or they have to put in the work too. And I see that all the time. I have the students, they'll come in do a resume. We do a mock interview. They do a couple interviews. They come back, we assess, start, a, you know, and those students that put in that time and effort every time they, I can't wait for the texture call where they're like, I got the job. I got the internship and it's exciting. We celebrate with them.
2: Well, I, um, this is going back to my teaching days. I used to teach a career and leadership development class and uh, in a hospitality program. I know you're shocked. Um, <laughs> And one of the things we worked on were elevator pitches, right? Oh, just, yeah. you know, if you're, you're, you're stuck, what are the different pitches you're going to do and whatnot? And so I had had them videotape one, right? So that we could start the beginning of semester, almost a pre-test, post-test. We're going to start your elevator okay. pitch now. We're going to oh, do well, some good. exercises in the semester. We'll go back and look at those and evaluate what you did. But this one young man, and he was a theater student taking this, this class just because he needed some credits hours, which sometimes are the really creative places. Anyway, his elevator pitch, he played both roles, And so he videotaped himself like, hi, I I see you're wearing a tie. You must be very important. And then he flipped to his other one where he's now in a tie and a different outfit. He goes, yes, I'm wearing a tie. I'm very important. And and he did this whole (laughs) elevator pitch as both roles. And I just, this is probably a decade ago, but I remember that student. And, you know, um, so sometimes... Sometimes we don't understand the why, right? I know I need a resume. I know I need a cover letter. I know I need to work on mock interviews, but good Lord, I'm still trying to park at Raymond J Stadium and I don't even know what parking spot I want. So I don't really understand why I'm doing these things in that direction. And so creating those manageable chunks, that semester Mm -hmm. chunk in four months, what do you want to work on? I think makes it a little less um, intimidating and and perhaps can create more of that relevancy. Is it my turn again for some more questions? Ooh, okay,
0: okay. Uh, What do we have? Let's see. Motivation and creativity. We already touched on that with some of our students being creative. How do you inspire the teams? You yourself stay motivated, you know, semester after semester. I mean, I kind of have some ideas. Our, Our campus is crazy. You never know. I mean, Anyway, I'll
2: you like. never know. Matter of fact, we had a uh, a fashion show and Barbie viewing last <gasps> night uh, that the students had put together. And there's going to be tie dyeing this this week as well. Uh, the whole week is themed of Barbie. These are all the cram jam the students are cramming for finals and whatnot yeah. leading up to it. And Thursday we're doing the midnight dinner for the students where the leadership yep. team serves serves the students. Um, you know. It, <laughs> There, there's a note on the back of my door sign that says that coffee and wine are my life coaches and the coffee wakes me up in the morning, smacks me on the fanny and says, go get them tiger. And at the end of the day, wine is like, Oh, you tried tomorrow's another day. So, um, and, and I, I do think of that as sort of the, again, getting into manageable chunks. It's, it's one day at a time, yeah. you know, and there, trust me, there are days. I feel like nothing has fallen into place and things are harder than they should be. And it, you know, we all have that. And whether it's professional or personal or some combination, mm-hmm. they always tend to go, to go apart at the same time. Um, <laughs> but, you know, each, each new day provides new opportunity, right? And mm-hmm. um, I think you have to really go into it with a mindset of, um, I'm going to learn from tomorrow. I love what Nelson Mandela said, that he never loses, uh, he wins or he learns. And I love that. So if it's yeah. a day that didn't go well, if it's a day you didn't feel you won, what'd you learn from it? and take that into the next day um, and, and look to how do, how, how do we do this in ways that make it meaningful and relevant? It's the same thing we do as faculty members. It's the same thing we, we do as staff when you're thinking about the resumes and, and mock interviews is how is this relevant to their success? Um, and I think for, for our leadership team, it's the same kind of approach. Great. I, need, I need to keep that in mind for myself.
0: All right. This may not be the best day ever, but I'm sure there's something To learn, and sometimes you just learn to go to bed at seven (laughs) thirty.
1: (laughs) Day is done. Yeah. Anyway, uh, can't believe the new year is on the horizon, but it it's fastly approaching. True. Uh, Can you tell us what's in store for next year?
2: Oh my gosh! There's so much going on at USF, and um, you know, you think about the environmental and oceanographic science uh, yeah. research and teaching facility, um, the legislature's early this year, the 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 needs for all of the campuses, you know, um, in terms of what we're doing. You know, having been a U. Phenomenal accomplishment, but you can't sit on your laurels, right? We got to keep moving forward. Uh, when we think about uh, what happens for our students, we think about new gifts opportunities. How do we expand on things we already got? We, you know we 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 hired some faculty for fintech. You know, we I believe we're going to be launching that this fall, um, and so that that ramp up piece to it. Um, I I just, there are just so many different opportunities on the horizon. It's, it's exciting and, um, dynamic. And I'll tell you, I was at institutions that, you know, one of the institutions I was at did a 52% base budget cut over five years. Um, you know, it, it's hard to be at an institution where you're dismantling programs. Um, this is an institution that's growing. This is institutions that's leaning in and whether it's it's, you know, cybersecurity yeah. to marine science to integrative biology or psychology uh, or business. Mm-hmm. Right. Th- these are places where there's so much growth. And, you know, with um, the donors that we've had for entrepreneurship, the Nult Center, yeah. uh, with the Baldwin Risk Management and Insurance, you know, these are things that are really relevant. Um, when I taught hospitality law, uh, we would talk about insuring your hotel or your restaurant. You might as well be talking Greek. You know, I. <laughs> Only time I went to restaurants when I was a kid was my birthday. And that was the dead lobster, red lobster, for those of you who don't know. Um, And so, you know, you talk about insuring a restaurant with me as a student. I'm like, I only go to one of those a couple of times a year, but I have car insurance in my car and I don't know what it means. And so breaking that down and making it relevant in a skill set that, you know, that becomes that game changer. And so we have the types of classes and programs and and extracurriculars that really are relevant to Mm -hmm. adulting. Which is <laughs> you got a lifetime. you're so excited to be an adult and then you're an adult and like, this sucks <laughs> uh, not all the time. sometimes it's really cool, but when you have to figure out your car insurance and your homeowners mm-hmm. insurance and how to do your medical selections and stuff like that, you're like, wow, I should have paid more attention in those classes. So yeah um, Lots, lots on the horizon. It's going to be such a great year.
1: I love it. Looking forward to
0: it. And I think it's important to students realize, too, what's happening in the classroom is brought in from experiences in, in the industry, in the markets. This, these are real world problems happening that they're bringing in to try to
2: solve. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. Absolutely. Well, you know, the the PSTA was Stephen Brown, who's one of our veterans and, you know, a a class project, uh, which he was able to pitch to the transit authority was picked up and they're doing that now. And so all veterans are getting free rides. And, you know, talk about that relevancy of I had an idea. I pitched it. We refined it. Right. It wasn't perfect out of the gate, but we kept working on it, kept working on it. Now we have something to show for it. That's an amazing opportunity. Yeah.
1: It has been such a pleasure having you on set today. Before we go, is there any other thing that you want to leave us? Any resources that you have for our students?
2: Well, aside from yourselves. <laughs> I mean, your phenomenal us. resources. Um, you know, it, uh, today is just, and I don't mean today as in this physical day. I mean, the world we live in today has a lot of uh, tension, yeah. has a lot of of really big challenges. Um, I think self-care is critically important. Um, and you know, as we think about, um, you know, we, we want to make sure students are thinking about their, their mental health, their wellness, that they know that they have resources, that we have counselors available. Um, we, uh, want to ensure our safe, our spaces are safe. We're actually adding a com- comfort dog to the campus. Um, and so, uh, I need that email do. and location stat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and well, you know, the library's done some really great events. Mm. But, you know, I think what it's demonstrated is having a permanent um, resource here for people to be able to have a safe space and um, de-escalate. And I don't mean de-escalate in the sense of aggression. Just sometimes you just need that, that opportunity to know you're safe. People care about you. Um, we've launched a new... Um, uh, campaign uh, with a hashtag seen, valued, heard, H-E-R-D. Of course, of course. Because you know I love a pun. <laughs> um, but but really, USF is the place where you are seen, you are valued, and you are heard. And making sure that we reinforce that to all of our constituents, I think, is incredibly important. Um, and so as we go into a new year, I mean, look, holidays are stressful. You've got yeah. family that's going to act crazy. Um, <laughs> Or maybe they don't. You're just hoping they do. You know, you're gonna you're gonna binge watch TV. You're gonna eat too much, and 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 probably do some things that you think to yourself, well, that wasn't the healthiest thing I could have chosen to do today. But at the end of the day, um, this is a place where you're safe. This is a place where we care about your health and safety, um, and that we are really invested. And again, it goes back to the first answer and the first question. It's about people. people. This is a place where people matter, and community.
0: so yeah, it's community. Uh, we have a nice plug for our wellness episode that we did. It's. Full of resources. I really liked that episode a lot. So if you haven't checked it out and you want to know, just to try. Because there's a lot on that webpage to navigate to sometimes even. Absolutely. But great points. I think it's... And if students haven't been into the library to see all the new renovations, the furniture almost fell out of that... What was that? T-top chair. I don't know. (laughs) Spins around. Oh, the ones that spin around. Yeah. I mean, you can't help but relax or laugh at yourself when you... Yeah. Anyway. Okay.
2: People. Laughter.
0: Is that it? Are we gonna wrap for our holiday episode. That's a wrap. All right. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Getting Down to Business. And find us on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, wherever. Special, See you next
1: year. Special shout out to our folks at Innovative Ed. Go Bulls. Go Bulls. <laughs>